Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hey, hello. What was that? <laughs> I was trying to inject a bit of life into the beginning. It's uh, Simon and Laura here. You all right? Well, actually, we'll do that. Um, it's uh, Saturday the 2nd of April. It's pretty early-ish, just before half past nine. I want to try and keep this one to under half an hour. Okay. I think we need to get back into doing them regular. Ooh. Short, shop shock sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, um, first of all, how are you feeling? Something I want to start the podcast. How are you feeling? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's been quite a nice week. Girls have been off. It's, yeah. I'm all right. Then you ask me. Oh, yeah. Because it's a check-in. It's a mental check-in. How are you feeling? I've had a bloody awful week. I'm feeling absolute crap about myself. I'm feeling really down in dumps. <laughs> I'm just going to get it out of the way. I thought about putting the countdown timer on this. Like that, so we had to talk about it really quickly, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel rubbish. Yeah. Um, I've not been enjoying work this week. Uh, things are getting on top of me. Things are really heavy. As I'm going to explain in a minute, It's uh, some money's come out of the bank. <laughs> and I just feel a bit rubbish. Well, um, but I want a good weekend. Yeah, 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 no, but there's things this week that have got me down. And, yeah, uh, yeah but I'm trying to be positive. Yeah, well, this is going to be the cut-off, this podcast. Now. No, well, no, because we've got to talk about the heavy things anyway, but it's going to be the cut-off. It's going to then, I'm, I'm having a good weekend. Okay. I'm going to enjoy my weekend, and I'm not going to worry about things. I'll, well, I'll, how will I not, but, you know. So, um, first of all, it's April 2nd. Yesterday was April Fool's Day. Didn't do any. Didn't do any. Um, Poor BP. 
she did the, Mummy, would you like a cup of tea? Well, it annoyed me a bit yesterday because I stayed at home. Because the girls aren't going into school, I'm doing my work at home. I mean, it actually makes it look like I'm turning up for work for about two hours <laughs> because you have to log in and out with a card. But I'm doing a good few hours before work prepping my show and everything. And obviously Betsy wanted to do the token salty cup of tea for me yesterday morning. So I stayed as long as I could and nobody got up. And it literally just as I, I thought, well, I've got to go now. Yeah. And I thought, right, at least I get to get out the door without the long goodbye. Literally as soon as I thought that, morning, everyone comes downstairs. <laughs> so annoying. But yeah, April Fool's Day, rubbish. Yeah, well, when we do the holidays episode, that can go down as... Uh-uh. Oh, we're going to do that, weren't we? Yeah. I totally forgot about that. You need to remind me what we've said we're going to do on this podcast. Yeah. So we are going to do that. Um, Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan starts today, which is the month-long... Um, What's it, is it a holiday? Is it an observance? What do you call it? I guess it's a holiday or so. It's a holiday, yeah. Fasting. Do you, do you know what? It's one of those things, again, we've been here such a long time, like 17 years, and I still don't know as much as I should about Ramadan. That is lazy expatness, that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like not knowing the local language. Not. I think if we lived in France, yeah. right, for 17 years, we'd be fluent in French by now. So, but we've just not took the time. Oh, but Arabic is so hard. And I have I have sat with Betsy when she's done online learning with Arabic and oh my goodness. And I think, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I recognise that word now. Two days later, nah. Let me tell you what it is about the locals here. They've made it too easy for us to be lazy English. Oh, worldwide, isn't it? You move to France, the French are like, no, yeah, no. I will not speak to you in English. Parlez-vous français, then merde off. Whatever, <laughs> that's my French. Yeah, but even if you try and speak French, they're like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they know, they know. I think if uh, you lived in a village in France all your life, yeah. you're French, right? You were born there, yeah. But you moved one road over; they wouldn't accept you. <laughs> they'd, they'd run you out. Well, run you out of town. They'd run you out of street. That's the way it seems to me, but I, I said that, I would love to live in France. We would, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Ramadan, um, we should mention we've just paid, right, here's, here's what, another thing that frazzles me all year, money frazzles me all year, like it does most people of our age, yeah. right, and certainly people of our financial standing. This is the month where it's like that scene in Rocky before he starts winning. Except I never start winning. Yeah. Where he's getting absolutely battered, slow motion, his teeth are flying out, his blood flying out. We are paying this month over 200,000 dirhams in bills. If not more, yeah. Now that's that's not your car. That's my car being renewed. That's our rent. That's the household bills, which are crazy. It's... School fees. Two lots of school fees for the third term. Yeah. Which are crazy. Uh, it's performing arts fees which are crazy it, i mean they're all big bills yeah but in one month two hundred thousand dirhams plus suddenly disappears yeah so i spend the year like a little squirrel imagine me a squirrel me, yeah me cheeks of the bank account packing your nuts the nuts are money yeah i'm stuffing that trying to stuff the money into my cheeks but there's not enough nuts yeah. i've not got enough nuts in my mouth and i spend the year worrying that i don't have enough nuts in my mouth yeah. And then this month comes and the realisation that, hey, 
I actually don't have enough nuts in my we mouth. We are going to be living on beans on toast for a for, while. Uh, well, you for know another it, three months. You know out here people say that, oh gosh, got no money. But there's a difference between saying I've got no money and actually having no money. I know people who said they've got no money. Yeah, but they're still going out and for meals, going meals, on holidays. beaches, holidays. Yeah. Like, I have got no money. Yeah. This like, is the thing. Like, I feel bad because... Bet you said about people going on hotel stays, and I just some someone had told me about um, somewhere they've been um, in the last couple of weeks, and they said, "Oh, it's quite a cheap hotel. Yeah, it's one of the cheaper Emirates." I had a quick look just now. Ah. Couple of grand for a night. Yes, <laughs> cheap to me now would be three hundred dirhams for a night stay for all of us. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, once it gets to four figures, I no longer think it's cheap. Sorry. It's not, though, is it? It's not when... You know. And also, it comes with a lot of things. I think you should be able to go into there... You know know that thing where at some hotels where they have the breakfast and you tick what you want? It's little tick boxes. Yeah. Eggs, beans, sausages. Yeah. They should have that when you go in, and it's the list of all the amenities, what you will and will not be taking part in, right? Yeah. Kids club, No. At least 90% of the bars and restaurants, no. Yeah. You know, the bath, no. <laughs> you know, I want the telly in the room, no. Things that you want to water, con- water aerobics, no. Concierge, <laughs> no. Gym, no, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then they should go, oh, well, Mr. Smedley, it was 2,500 dirhams a night. Uh, the good news is it's 150 th- dirhams. 150 dirhams a night, yeah. you know, unless you use any of these things. Yeah. You know, I mean, you do eat 700 dinners with the food at the breakfast buffet every morning. But and, I, and I drink it in cocktails. Exactly. So, yeah, wanted to get away. It's just not realistic. I can't enjoy it because I'm there thinking, yeah. you know, I'm sat next to the pool and, you know, the girls are like, oh, daddy, can, can we have a drink? Can we have a milkshake? Can we have a pizza? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, you can, but it's not milkshake and pizza prices. Yeah. It's a month's worth of... Pizza takeaway pizzas for one pizza. <laughs> it's just a rubbish poolside margarita. <laughs> it sounded like a little wrap then. Yeah. Uh, I call it the uh, the dad dying inside wrap. Hey, margarita. Available on my SoundCloud. That, what's that? What was the that band on? Um, Raksu. Raksu, there. You're thinking it's a Raksu song? Yeah, yeah. Margarita, I want to eat you. Yeah. But I can't <laughs> afford to pay for you. <laughs> See? <laughs> anyway, good song. Put a beat on that. Um, so, yeah, we just, like, literally before I walked in here, I paid 43,000 dirhams in bills. I've literally just got out of bed on a Saturday morning. Ugh, What's I, going on there? I've got to spend the rest of the day with you now. No, no, I'm, I'm going to get through okay, it. Okay, okay, you said, you did say, you did say. Saw a video this morning of a really drunk man that I showed you. It was my toilet video this morning. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a girlfriend picking a guy up. On a night out. Yeah. And his mates are getting him to the car. And he can't walk. He's got a McDonald's in his hand. And they slam him into the car window a couple of times because he's just, gravity's taking him. What's it called? Perpetual motion. Oh, God. And I know that feeling. She's going, Ooh. I think the Scousers, but that's no, I'm not casting aspersions because it's a very, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he opens the car door and he's just going... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And you can tell, like, she's mad but not mad. And he's, like, not a horrible drunk. But she's not mad at that point. But when she gets him home and he starts 
peeing in the wardrobe, puking on yeah, the floor. Yeah. But he's not worrying like I'm going to be worrying for the rest of the day today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there should be a switch you can get like that from not having to drink. Um, what else have we got to tell you about? Expo finished this week, Expo 2020 Dubai. Yeah. Kind of, I was really looking forward to the ending and then things happened that made me not enjoy it. Yeah, I know. And I, it just really made me feel rubbish. I, this is what I mean. It's just been one of them weeks for me where I can't pick myself back up. And uh, that, I mean, also, I was there on the last day doing my show and I, then uh, the day before that, I was told, oh, yeah, you don't need to go down actually. And I'm like, but yeah. I, I've not said me goodbyes. But I feel like I didn't, I'm sure you feel like this actually because you've not been down. Well, I wanted to go down on the last day and yeah. that, was, that was always going to be the plan, me and the girls, but... I think just because the rumours were that it was going to be so busy that yeah. I kind of avoided it. So that with that, Expo's finished now. And it's almost like, poof, it's gone. Everyone stopped talking about it. Yeah. Finished. So, um, but what a six months it's been. It's over now. It's been good. Yeah, I think. Um, I wanted to go down. I actually asked if I could do my show from there the day after. Yesterday. Oh, right. You know, just like it's empty. I'm in the studio. Like a ghost I w- town. Yeah, I wanted to see what it felt like. That would have been a good time to go around on the bike and do the thing. Uh, I've got a story for you that's proper drama. You know, we had your Sprite story on the last one. For anybody who not listened, can you surmise in five seconds what happened? Basically, fell off the top of the cupboard, exploded everywhere, and we're still finding sticky patches around the house. All right. I don't know why I've not told you about this. But the day before yesterday, it might have been April Fool's. No, yesterday was April Fool's. Day before yesterday, yeah. I came downstairs and I am feeling rubbish, right? Yeah. And it's first thing in the morning and I can't motivate myself. I open the cupboard door, right? In our cupboard, there's a shelf full of cups and then above it, there's a shelf full of all them bottles that the girls take to school for water and stuff, them big plastic yeah, yeah, yeah. things. I've got to get my cup out. I'm pulling the cup. It's, sorry about that. It's... Uh, it's the tall cup that we've got. Just as it gets to the edge, yeah. one of the water bottles falls off the top. Now, my instinct is to catch anything that's falling. I'm one of them guys, right? <laughs> and it's the, a big, the big plastic water drinking bottle. It starts falling. I let go of the cup. This is no word of a lie. Uh, of the china cup? Yep. Right. They both fall. And this is a 100% Sprite disaster. Probably not as bad. It's going to be shattered porcelain everywhere, yeah. little bits. I've got work to do, got my radio show to prep. I yeah. cannot be bothered with this. This is our thought in that slow motion moment that you said about the Sprite bottle falling. I have no idea how I did this. I just caught both of them, one in each hand. Ah. Uh, yeah, but... The, now uh, you need the little clap. Hold on. Here we are. Well done. I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank my family. <laughs> It, it happened in a second. I was half asleep because this is me coming down for my coffee in the morning. I've not thought yet. The dog's running around trying to get me to give him his food. And again, it happened like that. Yeah. And I just stood there for a moment. I think I might have actually said to myself, how did that happen? <laughs> because I'd, I had them both in my hands and I'd not thought, oh my God, I need to catch both of these. Obviously, I didn't need to catch the plastic one as badly. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have dropped the, the other one. So that's where the story ends. That's the end of the story. So, so it's nothing like, it's nothing like my uh, Sprite story because my story was horrific. There's a fork in the road, Laura, right? 
I what was your position when the calamity started happening? Because uh, we said you'd been on the spinny chair, which I, was, I tell you I not to cry on. I one foot on the spinny chair, one foot on the side. So you're up high. I'm up high. And I see... The bottles are rolling across yeah, the top. Yeah. They are literally going brum, ba-dum, ba-dum, like that. Then what, do you, you're trying to stop them or no, your hands No, I'm not. Gone? I'm not, because there's no way I am getting to them without hurting myself. And I'm thinking, oh, well, it's happened now. Like, I, I, I'm not going to catch them. But then, it, then my thought was... How many of them have exploded? So that you know, we, and so you're stood up there as it all exploded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's literally, and I don't even turn round. Like I just carry on doing what I was doing because I just thought it's happened. So they, and the girls run out and they're like, "What's happened?" There's the fork in the road. Now you're in a much more precarious position than I was. I was just stood in front of the cupboard. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. I caught them. It's just one minute it all happened, the next minute. <laughs> like, I feel like I've cheated life. Do you know them films where this is this happens? What's that one called with the aeroplane, Final Destination, where... Oh, no, I don't like that film. But, you know, like, they all sit in the wrong plane seats. Yeah. And then the people die who sat in their plane seats. But then life says to them, uh, you may be finished with me, but I'm not finished with you. And then they all die in gruesome ways. I feel like... So you didn't cheat life that day. If you no, life cheated me that day. Exactly. So you're old. You're in the yeah. in that column. I feel like I sh- You should have been like, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I've cheated life. No. So, so I'm uncomfortable with it. No, no. Because I feel like I've got some come up and scurry. No. <laughs> no, you you probably cursed the bottles. Um It was probably the same morning. Some exciting news from the garden. Yeah. You mentioned this to me the other day and I you may you know. I'm so focused on being miserable that yep. I just think it went in one ear out the other, which is a surprise for me, isn't it? <laughs> but then we've just had us coffee out in garden and our lemon tree. Is it a lemon or a lime tree? I can never remember. I think it's a lemon tree. It's a lemon tree. Are you singing the song in your head now? I, just now I am. the lemon tree. When you buy these trees, like I've seen it in garden centres in the UK as well. Yeah. Like an orange tree or a lemon tree, you're like, oh my God, I can have oranges in my garden. Yeah. Then you buy them because they've got about eight oranges on. They're little. They're yeah. about three foot tall. You take them home, you're like, oh, I'm never going to need to buy a lemon again. I'm never going to need to buy an orange again. They fall off within the first month of you planting it. Yeah. Because they're already ripe. That's the con. That's how they and get And the thing you. is, when they're ripe, is not when you need a lemon. Yeah. Like. No. When you actually want a lemon, there's no lemons. And the amount of lemons you use in life, I'd say this for the tomatoes as well, the amount you use in life, you'd need a farm. You'd need a, a decent... Yeah. If our garden was entirely orchard with about 40 lemon trees in that were growing lemons, that would probably be enough. If we had a greenhouse full of... I think your dad has got the right amount of tomato plants to see him through. Well, I think he had too many, like... For two of them. Yeah, but, but I'd rather have too many than not enough. But anyway, so that you said to me, hey, there's a lemon growing. And this morning we went and inspected it. It's very tiny. Yeah. I, I might put a picture on the Insta. I don't think you need to. Why? <laughs> it's a lemon. Well, I'm just happy about it, that's all. No, it is a nice feeling when things grow. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit angry about the garden at the minute because... 
the weather's got so hot that it's just... Everything's dying now. The, the tomatoes are gone crisp. This is where we move from Dubai being a good time because the weather's always nice. Yeah. So winter in Dubai, the weather's always nice. You're never that cold. There's never that much inclement weather. So you can be out and about eating alfresco. It's bit, basically, every time you go to a restaurant, it's like a holiday restaurant. You get to sit on balcony or on the terrace and you get to, and it's like when you go on to a restaurant in Greece or Cyprus or Spain. Yeah. That's our life for however many months that is. Yeah. This time of year, that becomes impossible. You've got to eat indoors. Everything's aircon. You can't go. I mean, it's all right at the minute, but it's getting there. The plus side is the swimming pool starts being warm enough to go in. Yeah. And I love that. So we're on the verge of that now, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. So my thinking these last couple of days, and I mean, we've talked about it, but we've not had a um, explicit conversation about it, is I want to become garden man. Not not gardening. I mean, like, we've got to turn, as we've got no money as well, and we did this through lockdown, actually. Yeah, yeah. We've got to turn our back garden into our entertainment zone. Into the hotel we can't afford. Exactly, for the next... Yeah. 10 years of my life. No, for the next season at least. <laughs> oh, you know? no, I love that. I love that. And so excited because we've got World Cup coming as well. So that oh. after the summer finishes. World Cup draw last night. Yeah. And and as uh, I, I put on my social media, the second match, England versus USA is your birthday. And then uh-huh. the final is on my birthday. So A it's- World Cup final on your birthday is really, I think for some people that would be like, Oh, well, that's going to ruin my birthday. <laughs> I think for you, it's a really good thing. Yeah, for me, it's fantastic. We watched the draw last night. Our group is Group B, England, Iran, USA, and then it could be Wales, Scotland or Ukraine. Who do you want? I like the home nations because your instant thing as an England fan is um, whenever we play any of the home nations, the hatred against us oh. is off the chart, but... Also, they've got more to win. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I think... Well, they're saying that Wales is actually quite a good team, so... They're on a good run at the minute. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not going to talk about no, football. No, I, not. no not, not that. I, I, no, I think we should mention the World Cup itself and how exciting it is. I've got a little bit of... Uh, oh, I can't talk about it, but I've got some ethical issues, which I'm not going to mention on the podcast, but I'm sure people know what I'm talking about. I've got issues there. So, okay. even as I tweeted about the group last night, I thought, hmm. Yeah. Hard, hard to be excited and not excited. I know what you mean. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there were there were a few things when the draw was being done that were like, oh, hmm, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was weird, the draw, weren't it? We should, if you didn't watch it, they had all these people pulling balls out. Uh, Jermaine Jenis in the middle doing the hosting, which he was very good at. But they pull a ball out and go... Ah, uh, now that one can't go in Group A. It was almost like cheating. Yeah. You know, like cheating at cards, sorting pack out for yourself. Oh, so um, I can't remember who it was now, but let's say it was, uh, oh, that's Iran and, uh, no, Syria can't go in that group. So let's move along to Group B. And let's move, oh, no, they can't go in that group yeah. either. because uh, There's conflict there. We're going to have to move that along yeah. to Group C. But they, they kept doing it. And they did it with some South Africa, Which is uh, South really America sad. Like, uh, obviously there's more to it than just conflict. But you think, surely... No, I don't think, that's not what it's about, is they it? Were, I think some of them were. No, no, because they've got to be able to play each other because there's a point where they will play each other in the tournament if they get through. I think it's about not being from the same cluster of teams, I thought it meant. 
Yeah, but some of them, I, I, I tried. Maybe to, somebody can let us know. Yeah, I tried to Google a couple of them because they weren't in the same. But anyway, uh, well, it's worth knowing about anyway, isn't it? Shall we do some review stuff because we're at twenty-two minutes and I want to get to half an hour. Have you got anything? I've just talked. I've waffled. I just want to tell you something that really quickly. Go on. So we have started doing a quiz, and in the car park, at our in our space, <laughs> I took a picture of it. The first time we parked there, I got out of the car and there was a knife and a screwdriver taped to the wall next to me like stuck in sort of wedged into this like rubber you know the stuff that you don't yeah so you don't bang your car door and but a knife and a screwdriver yeah like a proper proper knife as well and i'm like hmm my initial thought was is it some maintenance guy and this is something he's got to use down here has he got to use it to cut bin bags or fasten the air con thing up but you you wouldn't leave your tools in a well, I don't know, but my initial thought was, I'm in a basement car park here. Are they trying to break into my car, or are they going to use them on me when I try and get back into my car? Like, it proper freaked me out. Like, I've never seen a knife and a screwdriver just next... Weird. Do you not think it was weird? It I proper mean, it, spooked me out. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Uh, just before we get on to reviews, remember last week I needed a woo? You said something exciting, and it, like, um, I don't know. I've got no bra on. I promise you a woo. We now have a like special effects yeah. woo. Right, let's quickly run through some reviews for things for you to watch. Obviously, it was Oscars week. Um, that's all carrying on, but I can't be bothered to talk about it. So um, let's start with Coda. Coda. I think I think we've passed enough time now that we can talk about the Oscars. It was the best yep, film. Yep. It won best film. Which we were both very surprised at it being the best film. Yeah. It wasn't either of our favourites. It's a great film. But it, it's quite a simple film. Yeah, I think I think what hutches it up a bit, what gives it a foot up, is the. It's for the deaf community. Well, children of deaf adults. I think it yeah. is. That's what Coda stands for. Something like that, and it's got deaf people in it. But I, then I thought to myself, well, it shouldn't win on the strength of that because yeah, yeah. you know, there's that thing about I, years ago. I worked on a camp for physically disabled people, and you were told, you know, they don't like to be treated any different. You, you know, so the the example they gave is, right, if I played table tennis against one of these kids or adults that I were looking after, you know, would you give them a chance? Would you give them, and, and you know, the correct answer is, no, you don't. You play to your ability, they play to theirs, right? Yeah. Because by giving them a chance, you're uh, discriminating almost. So I feel like that with the Oscars. It's like, well, surely, because it's not the best film. It's a great film. It Right. It made me cry. It gave me goosebumps. Yeah. It ticked all the boxes. And there was like a scene that I thought was beautiful, but it reminded me of like, uh, a fault in their stars. A f- the, you know, yeah, the, the, like a teenage, really straightforward. a teenage film. It almost had a little bit of like almost high school musical kind of, I don't know. It's a teen, teen drama that's what Look, it, there's adult stuff in there there's the job there's the you know the community it, honestly it ticks every box yeah it's a lovely film it's not i'm the best not film. still thinking about it now there's a couple of films we're going to mention now that i am still thinking about on a daily basis oh uh, see no i am still thinking about it but it's an easy watch film it's it, you get through it quickly all right what would you give it out of 10 oh mm, seven eight yeah, no, I really liked it. I really liked it, but for me, it's not an Oscar film. Okay, um, oh, maybe yeah, yeah, you're right. I'd like I'm surprised it was even got as many nominations as it got. Yeah, but it, 
again, it ticked all the boxes. I, I would highly recommend that you see it if you don't see it because it's heartwarming, it's brilliant, but whether it has the depth of some of the yeah, others. Yeah, see, see, it's a film I would recommend to Honey. All right, Nightmare Alley, which is Bradley Cooper. It's set around carnival people, and I'm going to say it's set, what, 1920s, 1930s? It's got yeah. a lot of art deco yeah, in it, yeah, so yeah, I'll probably yeah. say 1920s. Uh, I've not done my research on this, but it's a very stylized film. It's got some brilliant people in it. Yeah. Um, Tony Collette, who's in everything at the minute, we're watching her on uh, Pieces of Her on yeah. uh, Netflix. Uh, she was, of course, in Muriel's Wedding. She's fantastic. Um, it's got... Ne- I think her name is Numi Rapace. Is it the one from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? She's the love interest in it, who helps, who goes off with Bradley Dudars. Oh, right, I didn't recognise I think that's her. what her name is. And Kate Blanchett? Is that who the main one is? Yeah. Who's brilliant? Now, it's a... St- it's, I thought it was brilliant. Well, I didn't particularly want to watch this film on the trailer. And then it was much better than I thought it was going to be. It's quite dark. And I actually think Bradley Cooper should have been up for a nomination yeah. for this film because he was brilliant. He was great in it. He was really, really good. Willem Dafoe's in it as well. He plays the guy who runs the carnival. Yeah. I mean, it, I love all that. I actually don't like fairgrounds in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love all the stylization of it and I love all the freakiness, you know, like babies in jars. It, and, it's uh, creepy, yeah. But it's, Women with beards and all of that. It's got a lot of twists and... And it's got the cons. I like a good con. Yeah. Felt like a Twilight Zone to me, that, that kind of thing, you know, somebody reaping what they sow. Um, but I would, I think I'd give it an 8 out of 10. What about you? Yeah. See, that's what I mean about Coda. It's, 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 it's more complicated. It's got more of a, more going on than Coda, yeah. definitely. Um, oh, totally different film. But again, not quite the Oscar film for me. Um, drive My Car. Yeah which is about three hours long. Yeah. And it's a pot boiler. It's a really slow story. Is it out of, I want to say it's Korea. No, it's oh. Japan. No, but it's got Korean actors in it as well. It's got... It's Well, it, that's the whole point, isn't it? it it's, it's got people it's, from... Yeah. I don't know. Multi Multilingual, is that the right Well, it term? is, isn't it? Uh, sorry, I'm just looking at it here. It is Japanese. My apologies, I think. Uh, it was based on... No, the the Korean is mentioned quite a bit in it. Um, yeah, well, they do the thing in it in Korean as well, don't they? But so. also, they have sign language in this film as well. Yeah. Um, what I loved about this film, I don't want to spoil it, but the, do, it's very difficult to talk about. The, the, there's a part of the film that starts. The well, I can say. Can I say the credits don't start until quite late on in the film, and the actual opening credits of the film, yeah, start. 45 minutes in. Is it 45 minutes? Yeah, because I looked. My goodness. 45 minutes in. So it's almost like you get two films in one. It, it that And yeah. I thought that was really clever. Really clever. And again, the main actor was outstanding. Incredible. And again, I cannot believe he was not nominated. Like It runs to three hours. And it's hypnotic. I think I would say hypnotic is a good word for it because it really pulls you in. Yeah. It does not follow any, I think Coda and Nightmare Alley both follow traditional film routes. Yeah. I don't think this one does. And it, it is like 
peeling an onion. What's it like? Yeah, yeah, Every, yeah, yeah. And things are the happening. Layers, yeah. And th- what's happening is not hitting you in the face. And in most films, things hit you in the face. Yeah. Coda, for instance. Oh, the, here's the family dilemma. Here's what she's got to do. With but you know what the ending's going to be. Exactly. I had absolutely no idea what this film was about. No idea where it was going. Even at the end. We went to bed after. I had to yeah. read all about it after. It's a film of metaphors. Um, it's just amazing. And it stuck with me. And it's... See, for me, this was the winner. It's the... Yes. It's the kind of film I didn't want to end. Yeah. And when it does end, it pulls a bit of you with it, I think. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Where... I'm really sad it didn't get more recognition. Yeah. Like, I preferred this well, film. I mean, it won an Oscar and it won a BAFTA. You know, the director uh, guy who was on stage, he, he won at both awards. For, for the international... Yeah, but it, but but it won yeah, both big awards. But which, I think it deserved to win overall. Yeah, like Parasite, I think it should have crossed into mainstream. Yeah. And I think Parasite was a lot more commercially Well, I watchable. preferred it to Parasite. Both good films. Yeah, no, no, no great. But this one, ah, clever. They both had that trick of both being very clever films that left you feeling haunted. Yeah. Haunted. And... But this one is actually a really, on when you step back and look at it, really simple premise, but done so detailed. Well, again, I don't know if it is simple, and I think the trailer makes you think of that it's about something totally different. I thought it was going to be dead funny. It's got bit, the trailer's got funny bits in it, and I thought, oh, it's going to be like a bit slapstick, a bit a bit like Parasite is at times, not at all. And and a couple of very beautiful scenes that you can't take, like, take your eyes off. I'll tell you what it is. It's art. Yes. As where there's films, yeah. there's stories, this is art. Yeah. You know, that sounds pretentious, but it is. Well, I think that that's what this film is, a real film buff film, yeah. which is why I think it's an Oscar winning film. And I think, because I said the power of the dog all the way for me, I think it gave it the edge on power of the dog. I do. And I was sad that that didn't win more. Yeah, and I should again. say, sad that Andrew Garfield didn't get more, because I think oh. he's had a crack in here and I love him. And... So good, so good, Andrew Goffey. Yeah, I, I'm, I've got it about that. Um, so that's the films. We've started watching Pieces of Her on uh, on Netflix. It's a bit standard, isn't it? It's a great first episode. Um, really exciting first episode. Yeah, and then uh, every subsequent episode. Yeah, it's a bit far-fetched, isn't it? And well, obviously, yeah, it is a bit far-fetched. I know, but <laughs> far-fetched in like... Oh. Right, I think we leave this here. Have you got anything else? Have you got any more pressing business? AOB, any other business before we finish? No, we just we didn't give Belfast a mention. That's the only other one we've seen. Oh yeah, loved Belfast. In fact, I mean, it won quite a few awards. It won Baftas. It won Oscars. Again, beautifully shot. I don't think um, Judy Dench as, and I absolutely love Judy Dench. I don't think she deserved a nom and. Um, the, the grandparents, she got nominated. Kieran Hines got nominated as the granddad. I mean, they just weren't in it for long enough. Yeah, they were very, they're very good at what they did, but well, again, people that have weren't nominated that were better. I think Belfast was a better... Oh, was it a better story than Coda? I think, yeah, I think I think it probably was. I think? mean, it's still a bit obvious, but of yeah. a... Oh, I don't know. It was a... They're both very... They both had very important issues in, so I, I guess they both... It's a weird one, isn't it? It's a good film, but again, yeah, it was all all of those films are worth a, oh. a watch, and they are they are all in the top ten. But... And we watched Cyrano to finish, yeah, which is 
I think it was in a couple of Oscar categories, maybe costume or something like that, I can't remember. But it's the Serrano de Bergerac story. stars Peter Dinklage uh, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. An elf as um, Serrano. And um, it's a bit, well, it's a, everybody knows the story. It's a classic story. But uh, it, I thought it was good. It's a musical, which is a surprise. Yeah. I thought it was pretty well done. And there's one song in it, which was... <laughs> it just hit you right in the heart, didn't it? I will fall. Where I fall, something Where I like fall. that. Yeah. And uh, at that point in the film, Glenn Hansard from uh, he was in the band Swell Season, and he did that film once, where he's the busker, yeah. and that one won the Oscar uh, a few years ago, many years ago now. But um, I'd say that's well worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking. It, it's, it, can you watch it with the kids? We did. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's enjoyable. There's nothing too salacious or anything. In no, it. no. I think it's watchable. Yeah, no. It's, Some life lessons in there about grasping, grasping love and life while you nice should. Nice songs in it. Yeah. All right. Thirty-five minutes. We almost got it to thirty minutes, which is not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to try and get another one in this weekend. Yes, yes, I've got more things I want to talk about, but yeah, we'll we have got we have got things that we we keep putting on the back burner. But I think we should cut this one here, keep it to commuter content, half hour ish. Yeah, you know, I need to go and get dressed and breakfast. See you next time, everybody. <laughs> See you later. Bye. The end. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.